Welcome to a supernatural encounter through the word preached by Bishop Ernest Ayi. Bishop Ernest is the chairman of the Greater Love Church, a vibrant denomination under the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. This message will revive, restore, and refresh you in ways only God's word can. Be blessed as you listen. Oh 
Thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for the opportunity to be in your presence. Each time we come into your presence, you add value to our lives. I pray in the name of Jesus that you bless your people as we listen to your word today. In Jesus' name, let me hear somebody shout amen. Why don't you put your hands together? And please be seated. It's always a joy to be in church. Hallelujah. And then today for a very time, you have faith in God. For a very short time, I wanted to listen to something very important. Hallelujah. Um, I like very practical things, things that you can look into your life and apply it to your life and see how it's going to benefit you. And um, we are talking about honor your prophet, okay? And um, the, the, the title of my message is those who honor you, okay? Those who honor you. That's talking about all this while and then I'll continue today. The Bible says that anyone who gives a glass of water to a prophet receives a prophet's reward. Now, I'm sure somebody must be wondering why, why is it important to talk about all these things? Now, in the wisdom of God, when he wanted to give gifts to men, he gave gifts in, in the form of the fivefold ministry. Okay? He gave, he gave apostles, he gave prophets, 
he gave evangelists, he gave pastors, and then he gave teachers. Hallelujah. Now, if everybody can read the Bible and understand, there is no use for this gift. Are you understanding that? Yes. If everybody can read the Bible and understand everything that the Bible says, then there will be no use. But if God in his wisdom found it necessary to bring these gifts to men, what he means that then it is not everybody. In fact, most people, they read the word, they do not understand. Do you remember the Ethiopian eunuch? The Ethiopian eunuch. He was carrying the Bible and he was reading from the book of Isaiah. Whatever he read in the book, he did not understand. But he was reading. Until the Spirit of God came to Philip and said, Philip, I want you to go to this chariot and I will show you something. When Philip went there, he heard the man reading the book of Isaiah. And then he asked him a question. And start thou, thou readest. Do you understand what you are reading? And then they said that, how shall I understand? Except somebody explains this to me. Are you understanding that? So you see, that is what defines the value of a teacher. Hallelujah. Okay? And he said, how can I? Except someone should guide me. So, teachers, they guide. <laughs> the man needed salvation. He needed salvation. He needed to be baptized. He was reading the very thing that he needed. But because he didn't have understanding, he couldn't apply the things he was he was reading until Philip came on the scene and by the guidance of Philip, this man, I mean, he was so happy when he was baptized that when Philip even disappeared, he didn't care. He didn't care. Because what he really wanted, he had had it. Hallelujah. So in the wisdom of God, he brought these men to us. Uh, this is what makes them very, very valuable. Now, when God brings you this gift, eh, like I always say, there is a responsibility that is placed on your shoulders when anything of benefit is given to you. God gave you a father or God gave you a parent You see, whether you like it or not, you have a responsibility towards these people. Now, if you don't learn these things, your life becomes catastrophic. Do you know catastrophic? <laughs> yeah. Your life becomes funny. This is how to live. To honor the gifts that are given to you. That is why in this church, 
in this denomination, we have taken it upon ourselves to honor the prophets that God has given us. Hallelujah. Yes. In case you are wondering, why do these people always talk about this? This is the reason, this is why we do. Hallelujah. Yes. There are things that will never happen to you because you have a certificate. Yes. A certificate from school. Sometimes I'll be driving, I'll be driving, you know, from um, Independence Square towards Accra Central, you know, and forgive me, but I, I, I see some lawyers that I wonder whether their shirts are cream or white. You know, I, I wonder. Now, when I see the suit they are wearing, I ask myself, so would anybody bother to hide this man? Do you understand? Yes. If they tell you that this is a bank, and you, you look at the building, and they tell you that it's a bank, a place you are supposed to come and keep your money, and you, too, you look at the building and take your money there, you have a problem. <laughs> you have a problem. Are you understanding that? So I'm saying that it is not in life, it is not enough to have a certificate. It is it's good to be educated. Eh? But there are, there are many things that need to be done in addition to that education to make your life a meaningful one because there are other factors stronger than a certificate that that can turn your life into a means meet hallelujah and this is what this is what you have been taught in this church this is what you are supposed to learn to do are you yes so when when god gives you a prophet he says that he that giveth a glass of water to a prophet receives a prophet's reward. Okay, there is something that you contact when you honor the gifts that God has given you. Hallelujah. Is it not amazing how everybody likes to be blessed and yet everybody or some people are so unwilling to do what is required to be blessed? Is it not amazing? Yeah. I'm sure that everybody here, you would like to have a prophet's reward. Yes. You would like to contact something that is called a prophet's reward. It definitely makes your life different in a positive way. Do you understand? But it doesn't just happen. Something is responsible for you contacting that blessing. Eh? And I, I, it is my aim that you would have the desire to carry that thing out so that you can contact it hallelujah i remember one day god led me i went into a meeting and then in the meeting god led me to to honor the man of god so i followed the instruction and unwilling as i was i i 
it's, it's, not, it's not easy to always obey. I don't know if it has happened to you before, but yeah, it's not, it's, it's not easy. But you don't obey because it is easy. You obey because it is right. Huh? You obey not because it is easy, but you obey because it is right. So I followed it. And I went to drop my seed. As I turned and I was going, the man called me and said, Hey, young man, come. And I came. He said, What is this? I said, God said I should bring this to you. Then he said, Put your hand on it. And I placed my hand on it. And he placed his hand on my hand. And he said, you will be honored in this life. You will be honored in this life. And he began to pour out his heart. You see, everything he said, you know, there are some prayers that you don't forget. Yes. Everything he said in that prayer, I've seen it with my eyes. Yes. I've seen it with my eyes. And sometimes you wonder, why is this happening to this person and not that person? Recently, I was in Korea and I saw, you see, the cars I saw and the human beings driving it, they don't match. No, 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 no. I said, no, no. Ah, you see the guy walking to the car. And I said, what? Has he been sent all as... I mean, they don't match. When you see the guy, you see the body, and you see the type of car he's driving, you wonder that something unfair is going on. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you see, there are things that determine what happens to you. Yes. It's not by looks. I've officiated several weddings that... When, when I look at the maid of honor, I wonder whether we shouldn't swap the bride and the maid of honor. We, we should swap. <laughs> because when you look at the maid of honor, the one standing behind, my goodness, you are seeing chick, real chick. So you wonder that ah, the groom, no, wow, wow. where did he go? I mean, Yes, you wonder. But you see, it is, it is, listen, it is not how beautiful. Yes, there is a force. There is a force that when you contact, when you contact that force, hallelujah, there's a force. When you contact that force, you see, it makes, it makes people look in your direction. It makes people attracted to if people like you. You couldn't remember. Yeah. Okay. It makes people like you. It makes you an attraction. They choose you with that. One day, one day, one day, somebody said to somebody, see, he said, I, I feel like doing this for you. I don't know why, but the thing is just there, so I want to do it. He was confused himself. Eh? 
to say I only drew. But there are there are things that that they make you an attraction. Yeah. And you must be interested in contacting those things. Yeah. You must be interested in contacting those things. And they come when you provoke a prophetic utterance by your honor. Hallelujah. Are you here? I'm closing in the, in the few minutes. There was a woman in the Bible. Something very interesting happened. I want you to understand some basic things today. Something happened in the, in the book of Kings. First Kings chapter 17, I believe. From verse 9. One day, one day God said to Elijah, eh, he said, Go to a place I have instructed a widow there to sustain you. Now, when I read the story, I was asking, when did God contact the, wid the widow? When did the conversation go on? How, how did the widow, how was she made aware that she was supposed to sustain the man of God? How? Eh? He said, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. Go there. Somebody is waiting to sustain you. Now, how can the person who was who has been commanded to sustain the man of God how can he when the man of God asked her fetch me something to eat give me bake some bread for me something to eat and she said master I'm left with a handful of meal and I'm going to cook something for my son and myself and then we eat and die. So, Master, I don't have anything for you. This is the woman who has been commanded by God to sustain the prophet. Was that not what God said? Yes. I said, hey. But why? The woman, she didn't hear or what? What happened? But you see, when the prophet spoke to her, eh? when the prophet spoke to her, she had the desire to follow what the prophet said. Eh? The command to sustain the prophet was a desire that God placed in her heart. Now, you see, you, you may think that when the desire comes, that's the end. You see, but you can have a desire to do something and yet you have fear to do what you desire to do. I don't know if it has happened to you. Yeah. There's a desire to do it. You want to do it, but there is fear to do the desire. Exactly the situation of this woman. 
So the prophet had to tell her, woman, fear not. Fear not. I know it is left with you and your son. The food that is left, it can only sustain you and your son for a day or two and it will be over. But they said, don't be afraid to make some for me to eat. <laughs> don't be afraid. She wants to obey, but she was afraid. And the prophet said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Still go and do it. Eh? Go and do it. You see, like acted. Sometimes you look at the boisterous wind. Eh? You look. Somebody called me and said that, look, I bought a bag of rice for 200 and something. Now it is 400 and something. Same. So it is like, when I look at the situation, now this thing you are saying, I can't do it. But you see, if you live like that, your life will be subjected to the economic situations in the world. Huh? But remember that it was a season of famine. It was a season of famine. And this woman had given up and said that this is all that is left. I'm going to cook it for my son and myself and we will eat and die because we, we, the, we don't have hopes of anything else coming from anywhere in the season of famine. And the prophet said that even though it is a season of famine, forget it. I want you to contact something that has the ability to sustain you in this season of famine. And that is that prepare for me first. Let me eat. When I finish, whatever is left, you and your son, begin to eat it and see if it will ever finish. See if it will ever finish. Then the woman went. In the season of famine. And she did according to the saying of the prophet. Verse 16. Verse, verse 15. Go back. And went and did according to the saying of, the, of Elijah. And she and he and her house did eat how many days? Many days. Verse 16. And the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke by Elijah. Throughout the family. Throughout the family. You see, I don't know about you. I realize that some of these things, eh, God must speak to you. The reason why I see people not believing is because when they read the word, they don't hear the voice. 
there is a voice behind every word. And it is, you see, it is, it's a, if you can hear, you, can, you can't doubt what you can hear. And the reason you can't believe is that, you see, you read letters. You don't hear the, word, the voice behind the letters. So you don't believe. Abraham heard the voice of God. Carry your things to a place I will show you. Leave your father's house. He heard God's voice. He never doubted. What came to him? The blessing that you have waited 25 years to have. I want you to go and sacrifice it. You see, he heard the voice. He never doubted. When you, when you can hear the voice behind the word, eh, faith rises. Eh, faith rises. Look at Noah. They have never seen anything called rain before. Then God came and said, I want to condemn this generation because of their sins. Create, build an ark for me. Because there's going to be rain. They looked at Noah building an ark. And they said, this guy had gone bonkers. Something is wrong. What, you said what is going to happen? Rain. You see, he was moved with fear to the building of the ark because he heard the voice. He heard the voice behind, behind the instinct. He heard the voice. Yeah. No matter how stubborn you are, you cannot do otherwise if you hear the voice. If you think I'm lying, the day you see Paul, Apostle Paul, you can ask him. Stubborn guy. Somebody who originally was supposed to be a revealer of Christ to the, to the, to the Gentiles rose up and fought the church and the day he heard the voice when he heard the voice as stubborn as he was he dropped everything yes so you see these things becomes a challenge for people to believe it if they don't hear God's voice behind it I pray for you today that you hear God's voice because some of you, what you need eh, is supernatural sustenance. Yes. Because you see, if we leave for you everything that you have, eh, and we give you one year, even what you have cannot sustain you for one year. Yeah. <laughs> it can never take care of your family for one month. And you know it. So keeping it doesn't bring you any benefits. Follow God's word. Honor God by following his word. Follow what word? To honor his prophets. Huh? Honor his prophets. And provoke a prophetic utterance in your direction. I can give you one example after another. Men that have become outstanding in their generation. Every single one of them, what they did and what was said to them. You know about, you know of Dan Gote. I've told you, I've told you that story before. Ak Ida, Ak Bishop Idahosa of blessed memory. One day had a visitor. And 
The visa needed to leave the country because of another program. But the flight was full. The man went onto the tarmac and stopped the plane. The plane was about to be stopped the plane. When they opened it, they, they opened the door. He asked them, who is willing to give his seat? I have my guest needs to attend a very important program. Who is willing to give up his seat to go with the next flight? Everybody sat there. They were looking at him. Then a Muslim got up and said, okay, man of God, no problem. I'll, I'll, give, up, I'll give, up, give up my seat. And the guy gave up his seat and got down and his guest got on the flight. Before he got down, he said, kneel down. And he put his hand on him. This is what he said. He said, Africa will hear of you. Finish. That was a prayer I prayed for. He said, Africa will hear of you. So you see, what is happening to the man, it is not business strategy. No. There is an invisible force that the man contacted eh, by the honor he gave to the prophet of God. <laughs> by the honor he gave to the prophet of God. One day I was reading about Bishop Oedipo, he said he went to America to have some outreaches. And he said it was, it was a very fruitful meeting. When he was coming, the dollars they gave him, he has never seen some before. Then when he got to Nigeria, God said that, have you seen this man of God? Every single thing you brought from America, go and give it to him. He said what? He said go and give it to him. And he carried every dollar. And he went. He said, man of God, I honor you. And he placed the dollars there. And the man put his hand on the dollar. And placed his hand on him. And he said that, from now, I bless you with the gift of on time. Before your need will arise, supply will be waiting. I bless you with the gift of on time. And he took the money and gave it back to him. He said, go. Take your money and go back. That, you have got the confidence to do that. Take your money and go back. But from today, I bless you with the gift of on time. Blessing. Before your need arises, supply will be waiting. He said, from that day, he had never needed basic traveling allowance ever from that day to today. You see, the reason why strange things don't happen to you is because you don't follow this. You don't follow. It's time to pay my rent. I have to buy gas. I have to buy electricity. I have to pay school fees. I have to. You are so logical that you have missed out on the supernatural. Yeah. But listen, 
I need men and women in this place that will graduate from the realm of walking in logical blessings to walking in blessings that is undeniable yet inexplicable. Hmm? When they see what is happening to you, everybody can see it, but they have trouble understanding how did it happen? Why you? Why you? Why you? This is what happened. This is what happened. Elisha saw Elijah as his father. Elijah is not the biological father of Elisha. But Elisha called him, my father, my father. He gave him the honor of a father. Huh? So a double portion of grace came upon him. There were many prophets around. But he was distinguished because he honored a father. Hallelujah. Yeah. God in his benevolence has blessed every generation with such men, with such messengers. Now, if you don't locate every you to be very bad. Yes. God has brought in every generation. He's giving men like that. And those of you who think that you'll be rich because of salary, let me repeat this again. The reason why you earn salary is not to be rich. Because nobody, go and search, go and Google, search anywhere you want. And find out who has become rich by salary. Because you don't understand why you earn salary. You earn salary not to be rich. You earn salary so that you would have seed available to sow. What God blesses is your seed that you sow. Not your salary. He blesses the seed sown. And remember that it is the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich. So your soul is what attracts his blessing. And it is the blessing that makes you audible. It's the blessing. So what you should seek for is the blessing that comes from God. This is one of the channels eh, by which God brings you see, generational blessings. Eh, the blessing that Isaac pronounced on Jacob. Eh, up to today as we speak, that blessing is still speaking in Israel. You see, when it is provoked, eh, when you provoke prophetic utterance, that blessing does not die. It can die. You see, nobody can kill a prophetic blessing that you provoked by a seed or you provoked by, by bringing or stirring up a prophet. It can't die. Do you remember the woman, the Shunammite woman? The Shunammite woman constrained the man of God. 
The man of God never went to her to say that, look, anytime I'm passing, prepare some food for me. No, no. The, a good woman, a great woman, out of her own volition, decided that, look, let me bring this man of God to my house because I see that he passes here a lot. Let me bring him to, to eat every time in my house. Let me bring him. And she brought him. After some time, she told her, can we make a chamber for him? Let's put a bed there, a table, a, 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 a lamp, and then a, 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 a chair. So that anytime he comes, he will have a place to sleep and go. Then, one day, the prophet said that, ah, this woman has been careful for us. What can we do for her? What can we do for her? What can we do for her? Eh? You that you rather insult the prophets. This woman, even though the prophet has asked for nothing, she went out of her. I'm sure because of the understanding she had. And she constrained, to constrain, she literally forced the man, please come and come and eat. Do you remember Abraham? Abraham, before, I, before Sarah would have that miracle, three, three angels were passing and they had not said anything to him. But when he saw them, he constrained them to his house. Come, please, don't just come. Let me prepare something for you to eat. Let me wash your feet. And by that act of benevolence, they asked, where is your wife, Sarah? Hey, has she given birth? They said, no. They said, a year by this time. And then Sarah even began to laugh. What triggered that blessing? What triggered that blessing? What triggered it? What triggered it? When has God spoken to you once? That look, go and do this and that and that to the man of God. When? Do you even hear? <laughs> Do you even hear it? So nothing, nothing extraordinary happens to you. You know, one day I was there. I was there and God told me, have you seen this servant of mine? I want you to sow this seed every month for one year. I said, what? He said, yes, I want you to do this every month for one year. Look, I was shocked what I discovered later. Do you know what had happened? This man got to a point in his ministry and said that, no, I am not going to take salary. I am going to sacrifice my life for God. I'm not taking salary. It was when he made that decision that God, what did he bring? He brought a desire to me that this man give him, give him this amount every month. <laughs> Later on in life, and he, was, he told me, when he told me, I said, ah. because the man didn't come to me to tell me that, look, can you give me this every month? I was there and this strong feeling came that, look, give this guy this every month for the next one year. Then when I was done, eh, I had some people, they came to me. You know what they told me? They told me that God said they should bring me an amount every month. Listen, it was about like 20 times, one 
of them. It's about like 20 times what I give to that man. Yes. And they do it every month till now. Yes. Not salary. That's why I say my life doesn't depend on the salary. You see, when God speaks to you, how? By putting a desire in your heart. Go and do this. You have no idea what he has under his sleeve for you. You have no idea. <laughs> That's why somebody can walk to fight and carry 1,100 bags of cement and drop my sight free of charge. Huh? Huh? When did they bring you 10? Huh? Huh? I'm talking about 1,000 1,100 bags of cement. 1,100. It comes and drops that at your side. Please use this to work. Yes. Carries his own truck. Two trucks. Will load them and bring them and come and drop them. You don't know why that happens. You don't know why it happens. You don't know what I have done. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know what he has in store when he gives you this madness instruction. And meant to do. I have no idea. Yeah. Strange. Strange. Strange things. Can somebody hear me? You want to be sustained. He said that sustain the prophet. A season of famine, difficulties, challenges. How can the government determine what happens to your life? How? The environment was such that what he needed for sustenance was finished. God raised provision for him. Situations cannot determine what happens to you. But it is your obedience, not your argument. It's your obedience eh, that determines what happens to you. I tell you. Last week I was at a Dunkwan Offin. Two people came and paid my, they paid my plane ticket. They said, no, two people uh, will pay. I was there for four nights. Six people came. They said, everybody said, we are going to pay. And I said, no, I was all night, not six, four. Nobody, nobody went back. Yes. We are going, going to, we are out. Yeah, who, whoever paid. I said, look, I really don't need it, eh? I don't because before I came, I must have paid for the plane ticket already. <laughs> you get it? Eh? And before I entered the hotel, it's done already. You know? But they came and willingly paid. Are you understanding that? People took it up. Somebody came and said that he begged the pastor. I said, I beg you. I don't know what the person saw after the first time. He said, Look, I beg you. Can I be, can I carry this man of God with my car? Yes. I want to carry him anywhere he would go. I want to carry him with my car. The bishop said, okay. He came to ask, this is what 
one of these guys is saying. What, 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 what do you think? I said, look, give him the opportunity. Yeah. This, it is not everybody who came. It was this particular guy. Yeah. He said, I, I want to carry you in this town. Anywhere you go, I want to carry you. When he finished, he said, I have a company. I have a company. I rent mining, mining machines. And I do this, I do that, I do that. I want to make you a partner to this company. I said, how? I said, what do, what, how do you make me? What, what does it mean? What does it mean? You see, there is something that this guy must have seen. You know, and I just pray that the people that I lead will see what others see. Yes, the will. We were here when somebody. Where is the guy who came to give that that rough offering? Has he come again? Doctor, uh, 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 your guy. He has not come. He didn't come today. It's amazing. See, he came to Doctor Henry that look. He wants to testify because he feels that the people here they cannot see. They cannot see what is standing in front of them. Oh, is that what he told you? Yes. And Dr. Henry said, no, no, no. Let me, let me scrutinize the testimony before. Let me analyze it first. What, what does it tell me before? Before you go and stand there and say what we don't know, you are going to say. Yeah. But strange. And you realize that all of them, they have a common denominator. There's something strange they always do. This guy, I started from 500. He, 200 he came, 100 he came, 50 he came, 20 he came, 10 he came, 5 he came, 1 city he came. So I was like, who is this guy? And by the time he was leaving church, his pocket was empty, according to his story, empty. Meanwhile, he had other things, he had shipped things that he needed to clear. Then a stranger comes to this guy and asks this guy, what do you need? What do you need? I said, well, I'm going to clear my thing. He said, what do you need? He said, I need 5,000. And the guy takes 15,000 and gives to him. So you see, you don't have these stories. Because the strange instructions and commands that God gives you concerning the man of God, you don't do it. You don't do it. But that is what the Shunammite woman did. Yeah. She got a son. The son died at a point. You see, you cannot kill the blessing that comes from a prophetic. You can't kill it. She carried the son, went to put the son to bed. The man of God came, laid on the son. You can't kill it. It has ability to last for generations. And that's what I want us to do as a church. In this season of honor your prophet, whatever it costs you, never feel that you have arrived. No matter how comfortable life looks and feels for you, never. There is always a greater place that God can take you. And God is looking for men, He's looking for people that He can entrust wealth and blessings to. He's looking for people. And the people that qualify are people who obey. Will you follow the scripture? 
Communicate. The word communicate is to contribute to the support. Contribute. Galatians says, contribute to support of the one who has been feeding you. Contribute. Don't be chisel. Contribute. Yes, contribute. The person may not need it, but look, it is not your business whether the person needs it or not. Carry out your responsibility. What is God telling you? What is he telling you? What is God instructing you? Hey, look, it's amazing. Eh? One day, do you know uh, um, this Kenneth Copeland, or one of these guys, he said that he knows that you don't come to God empty-handed. And one day he went for a meeting. He didn't have money, nothing. And the offering bag was coming. Do you know what he did? He removed his jacket, the, the, the buttons, the buttons of his jacket. He removed all of them and put it in the offering bag. <laughs> I said, what? I, I mean, you, see, you, you can imagine you can imagine remove his jacket the buttons he removed all one two three four four he removed them and then he put them i cannot live without giving anything for me i can't do that this is the man who has given 26 private jets out as gifts yes 26 private jets after the last time i, I knew i don't know but i'm sure that I, I i need to be updated 26 private jets as gifts. Gift. This is how their minds work. Huh? Am I helping somebody? Why do we... Why, why should we be like this? Should I have been coming to church in the Land Cruiser? Yes. Yeah. By this time you should have... <laughs> And sometimes because we are so blind, we feel that we are better off. But you don't know what could have been the case if you had obeyed. Am I disturbing you or helping you? Hallelujah. One of the things I don't struggle with people when it comes to money. No. I need something for church. I look at your attitude, it's not wrong. That is, is wrong. I cancel you. I never come to you again. No. The church is not for me, it's for God. If you lie, you shouldn't do it. What, what do I care? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but strangely, he has always raised people. Yes. One day, a lady came to me and said, Why don't you call me to give? Why don't you call me to give? Why have you left me? Call me. Me to call me. You know, I talk to people and they never get back. It's like they haven't heard what you said. <laughs> Look, decide, help yourself. God, He doesn't need money from us. God, He wants to bless us. The blessing comes by obedience. 
So will you obey? Next week Sunday, I'm coming to receive the prophet's honor. Eh? Yes. Prepare honorable gift with a demand on it. Place your demand on it. I don't know what it is, but place your demand. More importantly, I'll beg you, more importantly, listen to your heart. What is God telling you? What is God telling you? Listen to this heart. Yes, if you're a true believer, <laughs> you come here, you hear that every now and then, God must speak to you. Yes. If you don't hear, tell him that you beg him this time. You are praying specifically. He should, he should grace you to hear him. What does he want you to do? Yes. And then you place a demand on whatever you are doing to honor the prophet. Yes. Yes. It's amazing. Go and give this man every month. For I've touched you one year. Go. A desire, a strong desire that God was preparing people to pay me salary every month. Every every month. I was at I was at uh, Duncan Offin when this month dropped. Yes. <laughs> I was at that when it dropped. He said, this is what God has said we should do. Who am I to say that? Don't do it. Do it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let's obey the word. And make things easier for ourselves. Are you understanding that? Yes. Obey your word. You can be sure that in this church, nobody will come and hassle you. Yeah. You can have Bishop uh, uh, Sally. One of the things I don't like is when you hassle people, they have to come and honor their past and you hassle them to do it. Look, I don't like it. I ask you, look, stop that, stop whatever. Anybody who don't understand what they are supposed to do, leave them. The greatest honor I've received is not from this church. No, no, no. It's not from this church. At all, 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 at all. From strangers. Who understand? One day, one of them told me that. One of them, he brought me a car. He told me that now I buy cars like loaves of bread. That's what he came to tell me. Yeah. He said, I buy cars like loaves of bread. When we were coming to drop the car, his friends followed him. And they said that we don't understand what is happening to this guy. Today, we said, he said he was coming here. And we said, we are coming to see what he does. Yes. And they said that if this is what he does, because we have all been hustling, all of a sudden, this guy is like he has broken. He, now we are like his boys. We were all uh, colleagues. We have become like his boys. And he told us that this is what he does. So today, we are following him to come and see what he does. We want to see. And he came, came to pack the car there and give me the key. Yes. And then God said, take, take your prayer mantle. 
and place it on him. Yes. The thing that I've been covering myself to cry on God every day, he said, put it on him. And I place it on him. I didn't place it on them. No, I place it on him. Yes. If they have been requested, I wouldn't have minded them. Yeah, I place it on him. And the rest is history. Hallelujah. Yeah. This is what we do. This is what we do. Next week, we want to honor our prophet. We want to honor the prophet that God given us. We want to honor the messenger that God has sent to this generation at this time. Yes. <laughs> And I want you to do it out of your heart. Come out of your heart and do it with understanding. Place a demand on it. And let's see what this God, if it's truly true, let's see what he does. How many of you can understand me? Stand to your feet at times. Let's pray. Let's pray. Stand to your feet with me, everybody. Stand to your feet. Everybody. Jesus. Let's pray. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We are praying. It's a very important time. We are praying. Everybody here. Thank you, Father. I want you to pray today that God would open your ears to hear his voice. I want to pray that you have just Father, one minute or 30 seconds that when you hear the word you will hear his voice behind the word because you can't hear his voice and not believe and not obey in the name of Jesus help me Lord help me Lord help me Lord in the name of Jesus I want you to pray again and tell God to help you to obey his word he said that The one who teaches you in the word, who labors in the word and teaches you, he said, communicate to that person in every good thing. Contribute to the support of that person. It is his word. He said that that person is worthy of double honor. I want you to pray that, Father, help me to obey the Lift up your voice and talk to him. Talk to him. Father, help us to be obedient. If you genuinely pray, pray this prayer. To your word, Lord. You see a difference. 
Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Thank you, Father. Help us, Lord. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for your word. We ask that, Father, you would help us to obey. I know there are men and women here. You have vowed to turn them upside down. To turn them around 180 degrees from left to right, from black to white. You spoke with the woman of Zarephath, the widow of Zarephath. You spoke with the Shunammite woman. You, you spoke to them by a desire you placed in their heart. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. Would you constrain your people by this desire? Place this desire in their hearts, Father. You have said it over and over. I pray today. Anyone willing under the sound of my voice, constrain them with this desire that you graciously give to men and women you deem qualified for a miracle. I pray that you constrain somebody here like that. Place a demand. A demand that would control them. That would move them to, to walk in your will. Such that they will provoke a prophetic miracle. In the name of Jesus. I pray for these testimonies in this church. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I've seen you do many, many of this. I pray. This is our season, Father. This is our season. Let every heart that is here, let anything in their, in their backgrounds that fights their ability to do this Knowing that this is what will provoke their miracle, their supernatural turnaround, let that force be cast today in the name of Jesus. Let your people be freed, God, to walk on this path that they would provoke a generational miracle, a generational breakthrough, a generational blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus, let this be the story of your people. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Maybe somebody invited you for this meeting and you are not born again. Listen, you're, you're, you're being born again. It's nothing like sowing a seed. Your seed sown is as useless as any other thing. Number one foundation is to surrender this life to Jesus. That act makes every other thing you do meaningful in the kingdom. You want to say that, Pastor, today 
I don't want to live here without Jesus in my heart. You are here, you want to surrender your life to Jesus. Wherever you are standing, can I see your right hand above your head? I'm going to pray with you. Jesus will come and be the savior of your life. That will make every other thing meaningful and useful. You are here like that. You lifted up your hand. Wherever you are standing, can you come to me? I want to pray with you. You lifted up your hand. Come to me. I want to pray with you. Lift up your two hands with me. Everybody standing in front, lift up your two hands with me. And say this prayer after me. Join me, congregation. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. I believe. I believe with all my heart. With all my heart. That Jesus. That Jesus died. Died for my sins. For my sins. Today. Today. I receive. I receive Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ as my Lord. As my Lord. As my Savior. As my Savior. As my Redeemer. As my Redeemer. From today. From today, I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. From today, from today, I am born again. I am born again. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for saving me. For saving me. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. We believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive messages regularly. For prayer and counseling, please call or WhatsApp plus 233-27-974-7173. Until next time, stay under open heavens.